Hey everybody, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla O'Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, hormones, fertility, health, sex, energies, self-awareness, and just life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey, and welcome to episode 53 of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast. And we are into week five or six, I think, of lockdown. I'm not 100% sure exactly what week we're at and where we're at. It's all become one big blur, to be honest. Are we still in April? Yes, we're still in April. It's the end of April. It's the 27th of April right now. Or 28th? 28th of April right now. And... Yeah, into week six and it's it's been it's been a roller coaster. It's it's had its ups and downs, man, and a lot of interesting developments and a lot of weird things going on. For me personally, I can't wait for pennies to open because all my ankle socks, it's like the washing machine is eating them. I don't know where they've gone. I need pennies opened. <laughs> I also need makeup and and more pajamas and slippers and comfy clothes and then I also want some nice clothes because I want to get dressed up I want to feel nice and pretty for myself (laughs) but how have you been through lockdown what's been going on I've been watching people's posts I've been following people online I've been getting so many messages from people letting me know where they're at, be it emotionally, physically, what's going on in their bodies, what's happening with their stress levels, what's happening with their hormones. And ladies, I know I'm still with you. I am still not riding the the red wave. Still hasn't come. Flo is on strike, doesn't want to come for a visit, but I'm at peace with that. Um, But this whole scenario has done so many different things to people and one thing I'm asking everyone is how are you where's your head at how are you feeling how are you coping through this what's going on for you but then as well through watching all these posts online people's social media and then watching my own behavior uh, and watching how horny everybody is and myself included ridiculous Ridiculously, my libido has gone through the roof. I am crawling the walls at this stage. And I had to really think about why. And usually I don't. Usually I'm like, if my libido is high, I'm like, okay, just run with this, go with it. It's, I'm enjoying it. It's where I am in my cycle. It's usually around ovulation. And then again, right before my period. But because Anne Flo hasn't been around, yes, there is an element of my hormones are slightly out of whack. But as well, looking at the underlying reason for why I'm such a horned dog right now. So for long-term or long-time listeners of this podcast, ye all know how I can go a bit TMI sometimes and I have a very limited filter which sometimes I say is to my detriment. Other people say it's what they like. I don't know. But 
this episode is probably going to be very TMI. And I may regret talking about how horny I am. <laughs> but it's relatable because I know I'm not the only one. And like I said, I had to really look at my behaviour. But the reason for looking at my behaviour was because I was, I've been ridiculously turned on. I've been extremely frustrated, agitated, practising a lot of self-love up until recently. It was when I got bored of masturbation that I realised there is a bigger picture here. And it's also when I noticed everybody else's posts on how horny they were or joining Tinder or Bumble or the few people, or not a few people, but a few couples I've seen have joined thruple sites. And that kind of was one of those light bulb moments for me. I was like, ah, okay, this isn't just about sex. This isn't just about having a high sex drive or just not having sex for a long time. This is down to a basic need of human connection. Like how many of you out there have actually joined dating sites? Even though you know you can't physically hook up with someone, you're still going on to these sites and you're still swiping and connecting with people for some sort of gratification. Now maybe you're sexting, maybe you're video chatting each other, cyber sex, whatever. Or maybe you're not doing any of that at all. Maybe it's just actually talking to someone. But it was my own behavior, like I said, that made me go down the rabbit hole of looking into the psychology of connection and the why, we, why it is we do what we do and why it is that now in the year 2020, we... And it's not just this year, this has been going on for like the last 10, 15 years since dating sites came around really, like the that common hookup, should we say, it just became so accessible. And look, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, have at it. If if that's your if that's your jam, go for it. But people are joining these sites or rejoining these sites, knowing that they can't actually get that physical hookup. Now, I did a poll on my Instagram stories and I asked people to tell me how the, how they were feeling around this and um, wow, the stories I got back, the stealth operations for sneaky sex. I have to hand it to you. People can become extremely imaginative when they have a want or a need that needs filling right now. <laughs> now, look, I know we are in a time of social distancing for public health and everything. I'm not, I'm not arguing that fact. I'm not saying I'm out there doing stealth operations for some sneaky sex. Just reiterating some of the stories that I was told. And yeah, I'm quite impressed with people's imaginations but then I was also impressed with people's open and honesty with me with their stories because some people who are in long-term committed relationships 
got onto me and they were like, yeah, I'm actually texting an ex that I shouldn't be texting or I'm texting a colleague and we're flirting uh, or I'm texting this person, that person, it's all flanter. And I'm like, okay, why is it that people are doing these things? And for me, I was like, okay, why is it, am I like spending hours locked away in my bedroom and also being bored of it? Like at, at first I was like, right, this is just my sacred feminine. I'm practicing self-love. I'm connecting in with myself. I'm connecting in with that feminine power. Whereas really it was like, no, because I'm actually bored of this now. And it, it wasn't that I was bored of the orgasm because you really can never get bored of an orgasm. But it was the the aftercare, should we say, that I was actually craving. And that aftercare is, that's the difference between sex and intimacy. And that's the whole thing around human connection. So like intimacy is actually a close bond between two people. Whereas sex, yes, it can be a close bond between two people and it can be explorative and whatever else. But it can also just be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And in the culture of the online dating with how accessible it is and one night stands and everything, again, nothing wrong with it. If it's your jam, go for it. Had my own harass through the years. But what I'm seeing is because people can't have sex right now or not that they can't have sex right now but because people can't connect with people right now because we are in a social distancing climate they're looking for sex because people use sex as a distraction sex is a phenomenal act but it's also used as a distraction from real uh, emotional connection And then when you take the sex away, the emotions are exposed. So people are really craving that sexual connection again. For many reasons, one being so that they don't actually have to look at their emotional health. Or not even their emotional health, but their their feelings uh, around when it comes to intimacy. But then they're also craving sex because we have a a lack of connection right now and we have a lack of touch. We're not allowed to touch people. And touch is a basic human need for survival. When you look at connection, you look at human connection, we are hardwired as human beings for human connection, physical and emotional. And right now, being in lockdown, being in social distancing, what has been triggered inside of us goes back to Paleolithic times. So when you look of isolation or that lack of connection, everything that's happening with us now, back in the Paleolithic times, if you were ostracized or outcast from your tribe, that was instant death because that was your food, that was your shelter, that was your sense of belonging, that was where you cultivated love. But that has followed through with us through our DNA that 
this is epigenetics this is emotional epigenetics this has been passed down through us from generation through generation through generation and now we're in a time where we are being forced to stay disconnected now I know there's zoom and skype and whatsapp and texts and everything as human beings we're not designed to connect through technology we're designed to connect one-to-one in physical real life time taking that element away has triggered the response of being ostracized and that in itself is having massive impacts on people's emotional health and people's emotional wellness and that is why people's libido has gone through the roof because we are lacking human connection right now we are disconnected and we are also in a world where we disassociate from our feelings so instead of actually feeling our emotions around this we're constantly horny and instead of actually acknowledging the loneliness that has come with this disconnect we're either locking ourselves away in a bedroom for a few hours watching way too much Pornhub or joining rejoining dating sites dating apps looking outside of our own uh, what's the term uh primary relationship which are a lot a lot of people are doing right now but it's because of that collective loss of connection but it is coming down to loneliness and being in lockdown it's okay to be lonely even not being in lockdown it's okay to be lonely loneliness has a shame attached to it it still does people don't like to admit that they're lonely because they feel if people think someone is lonely then that they're not likable whereas that's not the case social science actually says that there's three dimensions of loneliness there's intimate and emotional loneliness and this is the one for like that deep trusted bond with one or more partners so like your your primary relationship your girlfriend boyfriend husband wife whatever then there's the relational and social loneliness and this is the desire for that deep connection on a social level outside of your primary relationship then there's the collective loneliness and that's the the need to have your your soul tribe connections really the people who understand you the people who get you and have the same values and life purpose and those people that that you vibe off really in a collective setting and within those three say dimensions of loneliness unless all three are satisfied uh, unless all those three needs are satisfied there is going to be an element of loneliness now if you correlate that back into being in lockdown right now look you may be in a loving committed relationship but you're lacking your relational or your social desire so like your friendships even going to the pub 
<clears throat> excuse me, going for brunch with the girls, doing whatever it is that you do. You're missing that connection. If you have great friends or a great family and you're in lockdown with people who you love but you're not in a a partnership relationship then you're going to have your intimate or emotional loneliness but then everyone right now in some degree is having a collective loneliness because we are doing social distancing because we are isolating ourselves from the people who we bounce off from the people who we vibe off you know those people who when you can sit down and have a conversation with and time just passes but when you leave that conversation you're energized and you're full of life but that's because those people they're who you can be your your authentic self with and because we're in lockdown and because we're in isolation we can't get that i know for me personally i'm missing so many friends that I can't sit with and and vibe off and get that sense of belonging. As in, yeah, you're my tribe. <laughs> like, I get you, you get me. Namaste cray. I know it's meant to be namaste, but I'm, I'm a little cray cray. But all these areas are having a big effect on us all. And it's why, again... <laughs> People's sex drives have gone through the roof. And as well as why people are reaching out into these dating apps and everything to get that connection, to get some sort of connection because they're lacking something within them that they don't know what it is that they're lacking right now. And what it is, is connection. But one of the most important relationships right now is that relationship with yourself, is your personal relationship. And looking at your your sense of self your any insecurities that you have or any insecurities that you didn't actually realize that you had and the one thing when it comes to interpersonal relationships is again and this is coming from a place of loneliness and it's why people are reaching for the apps but are you are you approaching people for genuine connection Or are you approaching people for validation? So when you're looking for these connections on the apps is asking yourself, do I need connection right now? Or do I need something validated within me that I can't accept about myself? That's a huge question. I know. And it's a loaded question. I know. But it's a good question to ask yourself when you are searching on whatever platform it is. For whatever it is that you're looking for which at the end of the day is connection. But knowing where you're coming from, looking for that connection is really important. Is it a place of genuine connection or is it a place of validation? Next time you see yourself going to the phone to be texting that work colleague that you shouldn't be texting or the ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, whoever that person is that you know you shouldn't be texting. Ask yourself, are you looking for connection or are you looking for validation? Don't judge yourself for it. Just get the awareness around it 
And if it is for validation, okay, learn to actually validate yourself and learn to accept the areas within you that you're not comfortable with right now. And a lot of the time for, not a lot of the time, but for a lot of people right now, it's that loneliness. We're not comfortable with being lonely because it goes back to that innate fear that people won't like us if we are portrayed as lonely. Being lonely is okay, especially in a global pandemic when you're in self-isolation. So give yourself a break over that. And then another factor that is huge in all of this, and I know this because I'm a massage therapist, I work with touch therapy, I work with my hands, I touch people's bodies all day, every day. And even for me, not being able to give a massage has created a massive sense of loss for me. The power of touch goes far beyond what you can comprehend. And it's science. Touch reduces stress, reduces anxiety, reduces cortisol, adrenaline. It increases dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin. And oxytocin is that it's known as the love drug it's that hormone that creates bonds and connections between people so even for me someone who's giving the massage I'm still using touch to heal someone's muscles but those hormones aren't just being activated in the person receiving the massage they're also activated in the person giving the massage because it is that touch element now, not as much to the, de- to the degree of the person who's receiving the massage, but it's still an element there. So I spent my days giving deep tissue massage and now I've gone to social distancing, not being able to touch anyone and not being able to see the people who are closest to me. It's going to have an effect on me, obviously. But it's the same for everyone in the general population. Because if you're not able to see someone, you're not able to hug them. Hugging is a massive part of communication for humans. It's a non-verbal method of communication. You can hug someone, let someone know that they are safe, let someone know that they are loved, let someone know that they are accepted through a hug. You can hold space for somebody through a hug you you give someone a 20 second hug literally just watch all the insecurities all the worries all the stress fade away from their face within those 20 seconds the court again cortisol adrenaline is all dropping your dopamine your serotonin and also your oxytocin that love drug is all increasing so everyone right now when you can't hug someone you can't hug the people you love, when you can't hug your friends, family, neighbours, romantic partners. It's having an effect on us. So learning to give yourself a break through this, and even if you are finding that you're, you're reaching for the phone to be texting the person that you're not meant to be texting, that's okay. But it's about bringing the awareness back to why it is that you are actually doing it. I find for me, once I can get an understanding of something, once I get the awareness around it, I get all the uh uh-huh moments and then I'm like, okay, this is why I'm doing this or 
this is why I feel this way. And it takes the, the intensity out of it. And then I tend to stop doing it. <laughs> we can't fix what we don't know. So for me, I had to get the awareness around why it was I became a massive horn dog. <laughs> and it's multifactorial. It's I'm missing my work. I'm missing my hands-on touch therapy work. I am missing my friends. I'm missing those people closest to me, my soul tribe, my soul sisters. Those people who can light that spark in me. And I know vice versa when we're all together. I'm missing basic human connection. And like I said, that's ingrained in us. Going back to Paleolithic times and it has been passed down from generation through generation through generation to have that social connection. And if you're like me right now, <laughs> where the libido is through the roof, and I'm sure you are because you wouldn't be listening to this episode otherwise. <laughs> There's only so much masturbation you can do before you get bored of it. And before you realize it's actually the aftercare. It's that connection. It's the intimacy that we are craving. It's the, the intimate connection. But not just the intimate connection. The societal connection. The friendship connection your soul tribe connection. It's all encompassed, but it's all coming back to that feeling of loneliness. And it's okay to be lonely in one area. Like I said earlier, research says that you need to feel served in all three areas, in the intimate and emotional levels, on the relational and social levels, and then on the collective levels. So don't beat yourself up over it. So like I said, if you're like me and you're a horn dog right now, go easy on yourself. But just bring the awareness around what is it that you're actually missing. If you are in a committed relationship, is it the collective or the, the social that you're missing? If you're not in an intimate relationship, is it that intimate relationship that you're missing? That bond? Is it your friends? It's, there's a loneliness coming from somewhere. Getting the awareness around it is always useful. The one thing I'm finding right now though is that more connections are being made. Yes, through social media and online and WhatsApp and all these different apps. Connections are being made. So embrace those new connections, embrace those new friendships but know where it is that you're coming from with it. Like I said earlier, are you approaching people for that genuine connection or are you approaching people for the validation? If you're coming at it for genuine connection, go with it, embrace it, as long as it's not causing any harm to your immediate life, be you if you are in a relationship already, being mindful around actions and consequences, but going into something with the awareness around that. 
And for all you people doing your stealth sneak attack, sex plans, I admire your tenacity. <laughs> you really have impressed me. Now, for the sex police out there, look, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying I admire people's will and what they will do when they want something. So I hope this episode has shone some sort of light around why, if you are a massive horn dog right now, this is it. Connection. If you're listening just because you saw the word horny on the on the title, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I hope you all stay safe. Keep well. Keep masturbating. If it's making you feel better, keep going with it. And we will be able to connect soon as a nation, as humans. That collective loneliness will pass. And we'll be back to our normal, non-horny selves. So for now, happy weekend and happy hormones. <laughs>